What's up guys, Cody G here. This is gonna be for all of my salespeople, anyone really in any industry that you work with people. And it's often funny that we have different labels for things like sales, customer service, quality control, different things like that. But what we're really doing at the essence of all that is working with people to better our product, our service, to understand them so we can sell our product or service, et cetera. And when you realize that people are only gonna buy from people that they like, or where the deal is just completely crazy, it's so cheap, you're the cheapest product out there, they might not care about you, they're gonna buy the product just because it's so cheap. Here's the danger in that side. You're always going to compete based on price. The second someone beats you in price, you're gone. There's no loyalty or value to what you have. The only thing that you're selling on is price. So I wanna just get that initial thing out of the way because one of the biggest things that I hear from uh, most of the agents in my company is that they think that other companies may beat their price. Now, I run a life insurance agency. We're a seven-figure brokerage, and we have options to sell about 15 different companies. So when it comes to beating the price, it's not it doesn't happen too often. The chance is there, but it's an idea, it's an objection that most salespeople have in their mind before they ever even speak to the client. And here's how that's dangerous, because you're thinking that people are solely buying based on how much it costs them. Perception is projection. What you perceive of the world is what you're going to project about back onto it. And that becomes a tricky situation when you start to think that everyone thinks the same way that you do. One of the biggest things that I taught in my NLP career when I was training and certifying people in neurolinguistic programming is to understand and respect the other person's model of the world. And what that truly means is to be fixated on the idea that every single person you speak to learns in a different way, thinks in a different way, processes information in a different way, and is very different because of their past beliefs, their values, their identity, and the things that make them who they are. When you always have that in mind, you become very interested and intrigued with people and you start to treat them like people versus just like a transaction. I've heard hundreds of different salespeople's phone calls in all the industries that I've coached. And one of the biggest things that I hear is that most salespeople, I don't care what they're selling or what industry that they're in, they answer objections almost like someone just reading off of a rebuttal sheet. Sounds very robotic or scripted. And there's a lot of different examples that I can say that summarize this one point. They're not treating that person on the other end of the phone like a person, like a human, like if they were sitting in their situation and wherever they live with the same thoughts they had, the same desires for whatever product or service you're selling, how would you want to be spoken to? That's level one. That's good. Most people think that, oh, I'd want to be treated with respect. I'd want to be sold to this way. But here's the thing. The way that you buy is not the same way that everyone else buys. So our agency, we sell a lot of different life and health insurance plans for our clients. What that means is that the reason why one person buys a life insurance policy is not the same reason why the other person does in any regard. So no matter what you're selling, I'm going to tailor this just to my insurance agents here. It's your job to find out their biggest pain points of why they haven't purchased an insurance policy so far. And I'll literally ask a question such as, so let me ask you, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, you're about 55. I know you've been thinking about insurance for some time. What's been the biggest thing holding you back from getting a policy so far? Now, the words that I say, those don't matter. 
notice how my tone inflicts a question of curiosity and how I have the upward turn at the end. You can copy this exact same thing. Oh, what's been the reason why you haven't bought an insurance policy so far? It's very light. It's very friendly. It's very airy versus the person. Oh, what's the reason why you haven't bought an insurance policy so far? It sounds like you're interrogating them, puts them on the defense. And I know a lot of people listening might logically and consciously say, yeah, that I would never do that. That doesn't sound good. But here's the thing. When you're on a sales call, when you're a little bit nervous, when you're doing anything outside of the ordinary, or you're just in such a, a routine, you oftentimes are not consciously aware of the tone in which you're delivering things. So going back to the point, it's your job to find out what drives that person, what their motives are, what's going to stop them, what's going to happen if they don't buy. And all of these come from effective question asking. The best salespeople just ask the best questions. If I say, hey, is this something that you want to sign up for today? There's really only two answers. Yes, I would. Or uh, let me think about it. No, thanks. This is an open-ended question such as, how can you see this benefiting your life by having blank policy or by having X, whatever it is that you're selling, you insert your thing into there and that person is now going to start to close themselves. Because here's the thing, the best salespeople are the ones that don't feel like they're selling at all. The best salespeople get their prospect to want to buy, not forcing to sell. And think about that. No matter what it is that you sell, whether it's your service or someone else's, would you rather have to sell it? Imagine going door-to-door marketing yourself, or would you rather the customer wanting to buy what it is that you have? The tables kind of turn, and your positioning changes from a salesperson to someone who's consulting them and finding out the best need for whatever it is that they're going through. Now, consultative style of selling. You may have heard that before, and that's one of the biggest things that I try to emphasize with the new salespeople that I teach in my company. And if you've never been taught this, I want you to to listen up to this very, very closely and very carefully because this can change your entire sales game. The person that's selling based on the features, the products, the service, think about like car sales. I've never sold cars, but let's say that uh, right now I'm I'm looking for a vehicle, which is why this is top of my mind. And let's say I were to walk into a dealership and someone says, oh yeah, so this is the best truck. It has 20 inch wheels. It has a two inch lift kit. It has uh, this amazing ash gray color. You have the leather uh, interior. You have a 13 inch display here. And I'm like, okay, cool. That all sounds great. Versus the salesperson. It's like, hey, Cody, thanks for coming in. Uh, What makes you want to be looking for a truck today? And I'm, oh, well, you know, taking some uh, off-roading trips. I want to start doing some adventures. I want to have more space and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So do you, are you going to have passengers when you are going on these trips? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to need those back seats for passengers. Okay, cool. Now in my head, I'm already Xing out. I'm not going to get him a work truck or a, um, I believe it's called a crew cab, or I'm not going to get him a work truck or a double cab. I'm going to get him a crew cab because that's more seats. I'm already thinking about this in my head and I might say, okay, great, Cody, where do you plan on going? Oh yeah, you know what? We want to be driving up to Yosemite, doing some uh, some off roading. Okay, cool. In the off roading, do you ever anticipate any any mud, getting stuck potentially, needing to get out of some sticky situations? Uh, yeah, going to be doing a lot of that actually. Okay, cool. I might know that this guy now needs the four by four, and I might say, okay, cool. Uh, do you guys like listen to music, or what are some what are some things you like to do in these road trips? Oh yeah, definitely listen to music. Now in my head, I'm putting a mental note. Let me talk about how great the audio is in this in this truck. So now when I walk 
myself up to this truck in this hypothetical situation, I say, hey, Cody, I have this amazing truck that I think that you might like here. So you have a lot of space in the back for you and all your friends that be very comfy when you're on these road trips. This also has the four by four so that if you ever get into mud or any situations that get a little bit tough, you're going to be the person that gets out instead of getting stuck like your friends might. Uh, best of all, one of my favorite features is that we have these um, the eight inch whatever Bose speakers that make your driving experience feel like you're in a movie theater. What's your favorite song? I want you to connect to Bluetooth real quick. I want, I want to show you an example. And notice how, even though I just made all that up right now, notice how the experience that person had from buying that car is going to be completely different. And here's where it ties in. The first one, I'm selling the car. We have these 20 inch uh, wheels. We have this, we have the lift kit. The second one, I'm explaining the car and I'm getting that person to want to buy it. Which person's going to be more likely to buy one or two? Number two, which person is going to be more likely to buy now one or two? Second one, which person's going to be like more likely to spend more money on that vehicle because they're more invested into it? Now, guys, apply this concept to whatever it is that you're selling. If you want my help on that, reach out to me via email on Instagram, Cody G, um, dot, or Cody.G underscore, I believe is what it is. Um, if you're in an insurance agency, and you are not getting taught th these things on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis, reach out to me. Let me help you because these differences make all the difference in your career. I speak to a lot of people that are, are very loyal where they're at, but they're not in a position where they're making money. Loyalty is great. You have to be loyal to your family and to yourself more than anyone. It's important to enjoy the culture and the people that you work with. However, here's the thing. If you have all the hype, all the rah-rah, all the fun, but you're not in a position where you're truly prospering and making money, you can't really do that much good for the world. And having money is not a bad thing. The Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. It says the love of money is the root of all evil. So by being in a situation where you're abundant, you can actually pour into others more than you ever could do so when you're broke. I believe it's Jim Rohn or Zig Ziglar says, you can never be so broke that you help out the other broke people. And what it really means is that you have to be in a situation where your cup is overflowing so you can pour into the people that you care about. So if you're in a sales job, maybe you're ready for a new career. You want to start making a generous income. You want to work for yourself, not have to be clocking in, clocking out. And you want to be in a position where you're financially free or you're already working for another insurance agency, whether on the life or the health side, and you're not truly happy there or it's not working out the way that you know it could and there, it's, there's no surprise that says that financial services creates the most millionaires out of any industry on planet earth. If you're not in a position where you're at least working towards that, reach out to me. I'd love to help you. I'd love to guide you. I've only been in this industry for about a year and I have a seven figure agency and I can show you how to do the same by following just the simple blueprint that we have and the strategies we have in place to achieve that. Thank you guys for listening. This is Cody G. I hope you have an amazing day. God bless you.